Well, welcome to TC, everybody. Church, let's give it up for all those that it's their first time here today, all those that are online. Oh, we can do better than that. Come on, let's welcome our new family and friends. Man, we're so excited that you guys are here and uh, we are pumped. Um, man, today is Vision Sunday. We're not going to take long to get into it. Here's the deal about today. We're going to introduce you to a few things um, that I believe God wants to communicate to every single person that's here. So you may be new to all this, looking around the room like, y'all a bunch of crazy people up in here. And I'm here to tell you that you are absolutely right. We are 100% crazy about what Jesus has done in our life and other people experiencing the same thing. And so uh, I want to invite you, I, TC, yeah, that was not convincing. You did not, not an amen, not a single amen out of the whole TC crowd. I said, we're excited about what Jesus has done in our life and seeing it happen in other people's lives. And so uh, we want to welcome you to that. They're usually better than that, y'all. I'm just, I'm not lying to you. So, um, but no, nonetheless, we are super pumped about today. Today's Vision Sunday. And so we're going to communicate two things to you today, and I want you to grab a hold of them. We're going to communicate to you the vision that God has for your life, and we're going to communicate to you the vision uh, that God has given us as a church over the next three to five years, things that are going to be starting, and even how it's going to impact our community uh, and prayerfully even you. And so we're excited about today. So me and my wife, uh, we have two different mentalities when it comes to going to eat, all right? So when it comes to date night, I'm trying to go to like Global Grill. Um, I'm trying to go to like Union Public House. I'm trying to go to the Fish House. I'm trying to go. I want to spend some money, eat some food, and feel terrible about how much I ate. Y'all with me today? Okay, so that's where I'm at. My wife, on the other hand, is like, how little money can we spend today? Like, that's, that's the only thing she's thinking about. Matter of fact, like, a perfect date night for her is like, yo, can we hit that faux, faux, faux? Okay, like, she's like, let's just go to Wendy's. And, uh, and so... Uh, not too long ago, we went to Wendy's. I know some of y'all are like, oh, Wendy's is fire. I don't know what y'all talking about. Y'all ever had them chicken sandwiches? No. So uh, we went to Wendy's not too long ago, and we were pulling up to the drive-thru, uh, and there was 467 cars in line. And there, there may have been seven, actually, but it felt like there was more. So, um, but you got to, you know, we're waiting in line, and like in my mind, I'm like, yo, this ain't worth it, like at all for Wendy's. I'm, this isn't. <laughs> but so we're waiting for our turn. Finally, it's our turn to get up to the ordering station out of Wendy's. Now, in case you didn't know, this ain't Chick fil A, where they're like, it's an 80, a beautiful 80 degrees outside. What can we uh, serve you with today? Like, no, no, no. Welcome to Wendy's, right? So we get up there, we get ready to order. And so it's Ashley, it's her turn to order. And she goes, hold on, I got to figure out what I want. We just spent 20 minutes <laughs> waiting on our turn. You didn't have a chance to think this through yet? They've had the same menu for, in different prices for 10 years. What are you talking about? You got to think about what you want. Everybody is here for the double cheeseburger, the bacon cheeseburger, the chicken nuggets, and the fries. That's all we're here for, right? Like, fo, fo, fo. Anyway, so all that to say. But it made me start thinking about something as we were getting ready for today. And I started thinking about Noah's ark and how Noah, when he was getting ready to build the ark, right? Here's what the, the thing that, uh, that I wanted to think about as, as I was processing it is he didn't wait till he saw the rain to start building the ark. Matter of fact, we see uh, that Noah started building the ark with the anticipation for what was coming. Not, he, didn't, he didn't wait for the clouds in the sky or the rain to fall to say, okay, we need to start doing something about this. No, no, no. He said, I'm going to prepare for the outpouring of God before the outpouring gets here. And for many of us, we've given up on the vision that God gave to us for our life because we didn't start seeing the rain yet. 
Because the evidence of what God was going to bring in your life didn't come to fruition quickly enough, you've given up on what God has for you. You've given up on your purpose. You've given up on having freedom. You've given up on even knowing God relationally. You've given up on all the things. And God wants to tell you, hey, just because you haven't seen rain doesn't mean I've given up on what I have for you. And God is wanting to communicate to every single one of us today that there's a next step to the life we're living. And if we'll say yes, God will show us the purposeful, joy-filled life that he can bring to us. And so today I want to invite you. So go ahead and get your, make sure you have your smartphones out. Make sure you've gone to mytc.life and make sure you've clicked on Vision Sunday Connect card because we're going to use those things today. Uh, because God wants you to start building for what is coming, not just for what is here. So I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, what is coming? Not for what is here. Now turn to the person on the other side of you, you just neglected, right? You gave him the cold shoulder, so rude, right? Say, what is coming? All right, so here's the deal that I want you to understand. Having a vision for my life means being ready when God's time comes, not getting ready when God's time comes. Having a vision for my life means, God, I'm going to be positioning and preparing myself for when you say go, not waiting till you say go for me to start trying to get some things ready, all right? How many of you have ever waited till the last minute to pack your suitcase? All right? How many? Yeah, every, everybody, okay? Where am I packed 10 days ahead of time, people, and then you live out of your suitcase for 10 days? A bunch of crazy people, all right? I'm packing 10 minutes before we leave. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think I need that. I need that. I need that. Yeah. Was that clean? Does, yep. All right. Throw it in here. So all that to say. Is we want to be getting ready. And I believe that God has a fresh vision for your own life. In Proverbs 29, 18, it says this, where there is no vision, people perish. And in and, and the different translation, it says, where there is no revelation of what God wants to do, people cast off restraint. And for many of us, we don't think it matters how we live our life and what we do with our life. But I'm here to tell you, it does. Because God wants to do something great in your life, to your life and through your life. God has a plan for you that he wants to execute. And so he wants to give you a revelation. I believe today, every one of us is gonna get a next step for the wonderful plan that God has for us. And, and the plan has never changed. It's four things that happens throughout the Bible. He wants to be, you to be in a true relationship with him. He wants you to settle the issues of your past. He wants you to find out what your life is really all about, what you were made for. And he wants you to do something with your life that makes an eternal difference. Those are the four things God wants for you. In our church, we communicate like this. We want you to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. And we're going to walk through some of those today. But all of these starts with the most important one, and that's that we would know God. Say know God, that we would know God, not just religiously but relationally. Can I tell you something? God is far less concerned with your church attendance than he wants to know what your heart attendance is. He's far less concerned with how many religious boxes you check. He's far more concerned with how you know him. Now, don't get me wrong. Please keep coming to church, okay? Like, we love to see you here. So uh, that, I'm not saying church doesn't matter. I'm saying the most important thing isn't that you know that you were there Sunday. It's that you know you met God Monday through Sunday. That's the most important thing, guys. And God wants to have a personal relationship with us. Because when we get to heaven, we're going to be singing holy, holy, holy every day. We're going to be meeting with him every day. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to get to heaven and get to know God there. I would dare say all of us that are going to get to heaven are going to be because we knew God here. 
And so God wants to build that relationship with us. 1 Timothy 6, 21 in the Living Bible uh, says this. Some of these people have missed the most important thing in life. They don't know God. And I want to tell you that we want people to know God. So I'm going to invite my boys, uh, John and Demarcus, on stage. Would you give it up for them? Uh, Because we're going to talk for a few minutes with these guys. And so as a church... There is a few ways that we're going to, we're setting out to make a difference in our community. And so here at Transformation Church, we're, we're getting ready to start a separate nonprofit uh, here at TC uh, where we are going to uh, launch the Transformation Community Impact Groups. Um, and as we launch that, uh, there are three umbrellas that are going to exist under that that these two guys uh, are going to help us be a part of. And we want to put them in front of you today because I believe as we make an impact in our community, we're going to introduce them to hope like in the natural, but I believe as we introduce them to hope in the natural, we're going to be able to introduce them to hope in the supernatural, which is God. And so these two are going to help me be a part of that. And so one of the first things that we're going to be doing with the transformation uh, community impact groups is our behavioral health and mental health center. And so we are, yeah, by all means, we are getting ready uh, and we are laying the foundation to launch our very own behavioral health and mental health center where we're going to be able to minister to people uh, and bring hope both naturally, uh, physically, and all the realm help people in our community that need encouragement. So the behavioral health realm uh, for kids and uh, young members with autism, uh, we're going to be helping them in the behavioral health spectrum and then in the mental health spectrum. And this is such a need in our community because if you don't know this, if you need mental help right now, uh, either A, it's a six to nine month wait to even talk to somebody. B, if you don't have a way to pay for it, it's very expensive out of pocket. And then C, lastly, uh, if you aren't a danger to yourself, it's rare at this point that you even get the help you need before. Sometimes it's too late. And so we want to be a resource to our community. And this never became more evident to me than when my own mother this past year went through the darkest mental health season of her life. And quite frankly, we became very concerned for her. And as we started talking with doctors and we started pulling strings and, and God gave us favor, we still had to jump through so many hoops. I said, if there are people in our community that can't get the help that they need and they don't have the resources that we have, not just financially, but connections, what are they doing? And I asked a doctor that and he said, to be honest with you, nothing. And I was like, man, that's a tragedy. And so how do the people of God help change that? And so we are launching a behavioral health and mental health center right here on campus. It's going to be in our third building down there by the road. And so we're so excited for that. And, and the ultimate hope is that the people that come get the resources they need. They get the help that they need. But hear me, as we introduce them and help them get connected to people, to psychologists, to even medication they may need, we also are going to look for the opportunity to introduce them to the spiritual hope that they need. And his name is Jesus, that he can help create all the spiritual healing as we're connecting them to what they need for their mental and behavioral health. And so that's going to be a great resource. But there are two other uh, umbrellas that are falling underneath TCIG that we're really excited about. And the first one is our Creative Academy. Uh, And so here at TC, we're going to be launching a Creative Academy. Academy where we give young people the opportunity to learn gifts that can help them uh, in their life here, uh, both in our city, but also abroad. And John's going to be one of our, uh, he's going to be kind of my lead brain and uh, engineer behind the work for what we're doing in the Creative Academy. Uh, And so John, what type of need does this fill for our community? Well, I want to just kind of give my, uh, a little bit of my side of the creative department. Um, When I was growing up, when I was younger, I didn't really necessarily have a like creative um, uh, avenue for me to like try and do things like that. But there was always a side of me that like needed that. 
And uh, Pastor Justin and I go way back, and, and he showed me, like, a, a guitar chord uh, one time, and then it just, like, branched off from there, and I started playing guitar. And I was like, that was my creative outlet. But then I realized, like, man, there's just something so much more that I could be doing. And, and God, like, placed all these other gifts inside of me, and, and now I'm able to, like, at TC, actually, uh, in other, I've done it in other places as well. But at TC, I'm able to make graphics and videos and, and do all these things that uh, God has given me. But uh, I think with the younger generation of our church, we have, um, or just even outside of our church, we have all of these uh, younger people who are uh, putting their creative um, avenue into apps like YouTube and TikTok. And we want to be able to give uh, all, all of them the opportunity to come to TC and be able to use that for the kingdom. Come on. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because they're, they're going to do it anyways. They're going to be doing it anyways. They're doing it now. Yeah. So why don't we start now mm-hmm. to be able to give that opportunity to them? Yeah, that's so good. And so uh, what type of impact do you, are you uh, most excited to have on the young men and women that are going to be coming through this program? Man, I, I, I've got to say it's discipleship. Um, and the reason for that uh, is because, you know, we could, we could build into them the creative, all the creative ability and all of that. And we can make their skill level super great and they can do all of these cool things. But it, it's nothing without Jesus. Come on. You know, it's really, it's, it's really just nothing. So uh, being able to instill a discipleship program within the Creative Academy is going to be a big deal because that's going to then further uh, their walk and then then be able to impact other people. Yeah. And what most people don't know, like John is an incredible pastor. So most people don't know that. Uh, Like he's a shepherd. Like he loves to lead people in their journey with Christ. Like from a discipleship perspective, this is one of my dudes right here. He's like a silent killer. I tell everybody like, you know, so if he disciples you, like you finna get it. (laughs) um, But in the best possible way, like he holds people accountable. He holds them to a standard. He leads them closer to Jesus. The dude is incredible. Um, So for him to be overseeing this program where, yeah, we're going to teach them. John builds all of our graphics. He does all of our videos. He leads a team that does all of our photography, all of that stuff. So John helps lead all of that stuff right here uh, at TC. Um, and so to be able to instill in, in young men and women uh, how to do some of these things uh, is going to be incredible. But John, what's the greatest area of impact uh, that you believe we're going to have on the next generation of the program? Man, I'm going to say it's going to be legacy. Yeah. Uh, and the reason for that is, you know, I can, I can start, start it now for them. But the biggest part of all of it is for them to continue on the legacy uh, of that and that they would continue to um, impact other people, impact another generation, a younger generation. And so that just builds the kingdom more and more as that continues. Yeah. And one of the important things for us to just to give you a scope of, of really what we're talking about here is, is what we're going to be taking is kids can come. Uh, kids, teenagers, young adults are going to be able to come to TCIG again because this isn't Transformation Church doing this. We're launching a separate group where we're going to do this. Um, don't get me wrong. They will be connected to TC because that's inevitable. That's, you know, that's part of what we're doing here. But as we launch TCIG, uh, they're going to come in and we're going to teach them how to do graphic design. We're going to teach them how to film videos, edit videos. We're going to teach them photography. Now, here's the beautiful part as we're also going to be filing for grants where we give kids in low income areas free rides to the Creative Academy. All right. So they're going to be able to go through the Creative Academy at no cost to them. And, uh, 
And this is why this is important, right? Because if we want to create genuine community impact, I'm talking long-term 10, 20 year impact, man, what's the best way to do that than to take kids who have no other shot in life and give them a tool that they can start their own business. They can get their own degrees uh, in a field where they've already got experience. We're, We're setting them up for a success that's going to change the legacy of not just them, but their families and the the years and legacy after they've come and gone, we're going to create impact on campus that's going to be connecting them to tools and resources they're going to be able to use for the rest of their lives. And prayerfully, we're going to see some of the greatest graphic design businesses come out of the students that are part of the Creative Academy. Some of the greatest photographers are going to come out of the Creative Academy. And we're pumped because we're going to get to raise up a generation. And yeah, the byproduct of them being connected to TC uh, and being able to use their gift here, I'm all pumped for that. But you know what? I'm I'm excited for how we're going to see families whose great-grandfather, whose grandfather, whose parent and they have lived in a a poverty mentality, we're going to break that in Jesus' name by giving them an opportunity with a gift set that's going to be different than they've ever had before. And so I believe God's going to use us for that. So we're pumped about that. And thank you, John. DeMarcus, my man over here, um, me and DeMarcus go way back. Uh, We hooped together in high school. And uh, DeMarcus is going to be leading our athletic initiative, which is going to be part of TCIG as well. So one of the reasons we can't wait to get the gym done next door uh, is because that's one of the things DeMarcus is going to be helping us lead where we take young kids and we put them in an environment where we can mold them from their skills level in athletics, but also more than that. So what type of need do you think this fills in that community, DeMarcus? So being a part of this program is going to help kids, especially like you say, in those low impoverished areas, have an opportunity to come see people from all walks of life. That's what sports has always done for me, meaning you, meaning a lot of people through sports. So what better way to bring them closer to God also give them an opportunity, an outlet to be able to play a sport that they love and then teach them the right way to do it. Yeah, that's going to be good, man. What type of impact do you think you're excited to have for the young men and young women in the program? Well, just me personally, with all my experience of talking to younger folks through basketball, training, coaching, just being able to recreate what God is to them. Mm. Because living in these areas, they're in this cycle where they don't know God. They don't think God's real in their life because they see what's going on around them. They see what they see in social media and people telling them that, hey, this is what your life's going to be. So being able to bring them closer and say, say, hey, that's not your life. That was your life for your family, but it don't have to be your life for your future. Come on, yeah. So being able to change their outlook on Come that. Come on, man, that's incredible, man. And so what do you believe is going to be the long-term impact on our city with a program like this? I believe our city will be able to create our, you know, be able to benefit from a pipeline pipeline system. So kids that come in this program, they learn on the tech side, they learn on the sports side, they get closer to God. So when they go off in their new careers and their new lives with their families abroad, they get to come back and say, hey, this is what this program did for me. It could do the same thing for you. Man, that's so good. So be able to change, you know, generational cycles. Yeah, that's so good. I remember every one of my coaches' names. I don't remember all my yeah. teachers' names, yeah, yeah. but I remember every yeah. coach I had. And for, to have someone like you and other men in our church, because we're going to be pulling mentors from our church that are athletically gifted, that have been ball players, that have played D1, done yeah. scholarships, played yeah. overseas, all that. We're going to be putting them as the coaches and mentors in this program. And so we're going to be building their skills, but we're also going to be building their confidence. Confidence. And the most important thing, we're going to be building their identity in Christ, even when they don't even realize it yet. Absolutely. We're going to be telling them who they are, and we're going to introduce them to the one that shows them who they are in his name of Jesus. And so we're pumped about that. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And so, um, I'm glad to be a part of it. Yeah. 
So one of, one of the cool things that's even part of this, now this is, a, this is about a three-year plan we're setting into motion. As we launch this, one of the goals is actually going to be to connect these two groups. And so the way we're going to do that is uh, on the creative side, we're going to be uh, uh, partnering a Creative Academy student with one of our sports students, uh, athletic initiative students. And when we do that, one of our goals is going to be to, to connect with the greatest ball players in our city. And we're going to bring them here to play in a league specifically designed for them. And we're actually going to take a kid from the Creative Academy, and as we partner with a kid in the athletic initiative, they're going to film these kids' games, right? And so if you don't know, the number one thing you need uh, to get a scholarship as an athlete right now is you got to have tape on YouTube. Like that's the number one thing you got to have is film of you playing on YouTube. So our creative kids are going to film the kids in the athletic initiative, edit down their tapes. In the process, they're getting community service hours that's going to help them get scholarships and they're editing tapes that's going to help our athletes get scholarships. So together, we're also going to be pioneering kind of a triangle of a way we're going to change our community by giving our kids opportunities to further their education and also get the resources that they may not have. Mom may not be able to uh, come to the game and film it because she's working two jobs and maybe dad's not in the home. But when we give a kid from a creative academy and it becomes his responsibility or her responsibility to edit the tape for the kid in the athletic initiative, now we're getting scholarships on this guy, scholarships on this side, and we're giving all of them life experience so that when they leave our program, they've got something more than just a past. They've got a future too. And so all that's going to be happening right here. So we're super, super pumped about that. And so thank you guys so much. Give it up for DeMarcus and John. Uh, we appreciate you guys. And so in addition to them, I'm going to invite some of my other friends on stage. If you'll give it up for Miss Jessica and Miss Phaedra as they come on over. And so uh, what's happening in TCIG is going to be really special. But again, that, those things are happening because we want to have a portal of bringing people that are far from God close to God. And so how do you do that? Listen, the church for far too long, capital C church, the, the institution of the church has had this come and see mindset for far too long. We're waiting for people to walk through our doors, hoping they're looking for Jesus. How about we create an avenue where people that don't even know they're looking for Jesus find him on campus? And that's what TCIG is going to be all about, helping people in the natural because Jesus didn't give people the gospel before he fed them. And so we want to meet a need, but while we do that, we're going to also meet a spiritual need. Um, and so the, the, the big thing about that uh, in your life, because we're talking about what Transformation Church is doing, but we want to talk about what God has for you. And what the number one thing God has for you is he wants you to know him personally, have a personal relationship with God. And, and one of my girls has uh, connected with God in such a powerful way. I've known the Lord for a long time, but you, but you got to know the Lord of the last two years. So... <laughs> so uh, in the Transformation Church Leadership Pipeline, which is one of the things we offer here at TC, where we take people on a journey towards God to know him better than they've ever known him before. Uh, Jessica is about to be a year two graduate student in the pipeline. And so, uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and so, uh, Jessica, tell me, what has the Leadership Pipeline done for you? Well, um, for me, it has changed my life um, in and out. It has completely transformed who I am as a leader, um, whether it be in, the, in my household, um, in my workplace, here in the church, um, in my relationships. It has also transformed how I see God and how I see him, seeing, excuse me, seeing me. 
So um, it's given me an opportunity to know God much more, much deeper in a relational way, rather than just through a Sunday service or Wednesday night Bible study. Mm. Um, It has completely given me freedom to live out the purpose that he's given for me. Um, and I tell people all the time, you know, when I got, when I gave God my Monday nights, he gave me my life back mm. um, Come on. in such a completely different way than I ever imagined. So. Yeah, that's so good. So what has the greatest life change been for you from TCOP? Mm, I think for me, it's just freedom and knowing that I belong to to God in a way that was always there and I always had access to it, but I didn't myself tap into it. Mm. And just knowing that not only can I use the gifts and the talents and the things that he gave me, but I can also use his word and use that affirmation that is already available for transformation, literally. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, good. awesome. And so what's the biggest thing you've learned at, at the pipeline? Like, uh, Ooh, uh, probably vulnerability. <laughs> vulnerability has been the biggest thing for me. Um, our class, I absolutely love our class. We are Come very on. close. Mm-hmm. Um, and we cut up in class. We cut, cut up in <laughs> we class. Cut up. It's their fault. It's not me. Um, <laughs> and we, so being in that class, you get to know people that you've always been in church with, um, that you've seen kind of in passing, that you know, you talk to here and there, maybe through small group. But in that setting, it is so intimate. Um, we cry together, we pray together, we pray with one another, and we literally lead each other out of some very dark places through the pipeline. And so what the pipeline does is it teaches you vulnerability to know that you're a part of family. So the same way that you would be with your parents or with your significant other, your husbands, whoever, wives, is the same way that in the classes what we can be to each other, yeah. um, which is important. And I think, you know, I always tell people, I don't want you to see me. I don't want you to see Jessica. I want you to see Christ in my life. Come on. Yeah. And that's what the pipeline has given me Come on. as well. That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. We're so proud, man. And we want you to know, like, one, if you, if you want to come to the pipeline, you can. <laughs> it's available. Uh, kicks off in September uh, each year. And you can get more information about that at transformationchurch.com. That's today's. Uh, this is a very uh, unselfish plug about the pipeline. But uh, the reality is because we're seeing people's lives change in that. But maybe that can't happen for you. Maybe that's not the season of life that you're in. Here's the beautiful part is we're taking people from the pipeline. Guess what? The coaches, a part of our teams, the team leaders uh, on the dream team, the small group leaders, those that are in the small group, a lot of them are pipeline graduates. And so even though you may not be able to come to the pipeline, our goal as a church is to take the pipeline knowledge and experience about God to you. So as you join a small group, as you join a team, guess what? You're with the people that have this knowledge and they can lead you even if you never get a chance to come to the classes, all right? And so it's not just reserved for a few. We're just teaching a few so that we can lead it to the many, all right? And so that's part of what we want to accomplish. But maybe you're here today and you don't know God, because what we're talking about is knowing God. Maybe you're here today and you know about God, like you know about Abraham Lincoln, but you don't know God. You, you think of God as a historical figure, but you don't know him. I'm here to tell you that he wants you to know him and he wants to know you. And maybe you once knew God, but now you feel like you're far from him. I'm here to tell you before we end the service today, you're going to have the opportunity to meet him. 
and to know him for real. All right. And if you've met God in the past few months and you haven't been baptized yet, I'm going to tell you that's your next step. So on your card, you can take out your phone on your card. If you have uh, met God over the last little while, but man, baptism hasn't been the thing you've done yet. I want to encourage you to follow the model Jesus set and register to be baptized. So there's a box on there you can check that says, I want to get water baptized. And what you're doing is that's you showing the world you belong to Jesus. That's an outward manifestation of what Jesus has done inwardly when he washed you clean. And so, man, we want to invite you to do that so you can check the box, all right? But the second thing that we have for you is once you know God, then we want to help you find freedom. Say find freedom. freedom. We want to help you find freedom, right? Now, freedom from what? Well, freedom from your issues, your habits, your hangups, your mistakes, your hurts, your past. I don't know about you guys, but I'm always dealing with something I'm not willing to tell somebody else about. Right? How, how, how many of y'all got some stuff you're still dealing with? Seven of us. The rest of y'all good, huh? Y'all just at no price. I said, how many? We all know we got some stuff we're still dealing with, right? And here's the deal. God saves us in an instant, but it takes us a while to get free. And the thing is, is, is I grew up in a, an environment where if you didn't have your act together, obviously you didn't meet God. But the reality is this, salvation happens in a moment, but sanctification, the process by which God makes you more and more like him, friends, that is a process. And what God wants to show each one of us is that as we navigate the process, we're actually needing to become free from some of the things that have been holding on to us. Philippians 2, 12 through 13 says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. That means you need to work it out. That doesn't mean it's going to happen instantly. How many of y'all know we still, how many of y'all still working on some things? Let's raise our hand. You still working? Okay, good. Everybody in here, the rest of y'all, you're working on lying because you didn't raise your hand. So, but as God works in you, it will, uh, for it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. In James 5, 16, it says, therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. We put it like this. We come to God for salvation, but we go to God's people for healing. And for, for many of you, you don't know how to trust that because you're unsure as to what that looks like. People have hurt you in the past, but I'm here to tell you at TC, we want to get you connected to people so you can start getting free from some of the junk you've got in the past. And Phaedra, one of our other pipeline students, she's in year one right now. Uh, yeah, and so uh, she's in year one right now. But in year one, we've been taking them through the Freedom Small Group. And I've watched this girl. Uh, me and Phaedra have been talking for a couple of years now. And I've watched what she's prayed for for over a year start to happen in her own life. And I want her to share with you a little bit about her experience. So what has Freedom, this Freedom Group done for you? Um, it, it has provided a whole new definition of what freedom really means. Um, Honestly, um, every week we come into class and I feel like God is continuously showing us like areas of our life that he's still working on perfecting. Mm. Um, and that's that sanctification process that you were just talking about. Um, and for me, just really seeing the Bible come to life. It's, it's no longer just words that I was told to read when I was younger to, to check off a box. Mm. You know, like, did you read your Bible today? Um, but now for me, it's, it's, it's life. It's a, it's a tool that I use to help me fight against the anxiety, to fight against the depression, to fight mm. against the anger. Come on. Um, so that's really what it has provided for me. That's great. That's great. And so how has that change started impacting your life already? Um, I, I, I'm able to love better. Honestly, mm. I'm able to forgive easier. Um, those things that I thought that I would never, ever, ever be able to stop doing, God was like, done. 
Um, and so for me, it when I tell people about freedom, I'm excited because I'm like, look, I know you're struggling. I was right there too. And, and God really provided me the key, like that, that key that I was searching for, the things that I was stuck on. He was like, you know, I'm, I, I heard your prayer three years ago. Mm. I, I haven't, you might have given up, but I have not forgotten you. And so it's been so beautiful to be able to see God answer those prayers and to, to work in areas that I didn't even know were there that needed to be worked on. Yeah, that's so good. Because inside of everyone, of, inside of every one of us is a better spouse, is a better parent, is a better friend, is a better believer, a better follower of Christ. That's inside of us. The problem is, is the filter. Our ability to see that is clogged up by the past and the dirt and the stuff we've been through. Our ability to see who God wants us to be is marred by all the things we've been through in our past. But what if we could get those things out of the way so we could see clearly the person God actually wants to make us? Because that's what small groups do, particularly the freedom group. Um, and so what's the biggest thing you've learned there, Phaedra? Um, sort of like Jessica, vulnerability. Um, and in that, I've learned how to trust God. And I I never even wanted to admit that I didn't trust God, but that mistrust showed up in my anxiety. Mm. It showed up in me trying to control every situation in my life. Um, so truly, I believe that me being able to learn who God is through reading the Bible, through uh, understanding um, the freedom that we get from knowing who we say we serve, mm, to be able on. to say, like, no, I don't just know about him, but I know him. I know the nature of him, mm. and therefore I can trust him with my come life on, to be on. able to totally surrender to God, which is a daily thing, by the way. Um, that has been one of the biggest things uh, for me. Come on. That's so good. That's so good. And we want you to know that, uh, <clears throat> that uh, even though the small group season is almost over, so we end in November and we're off for December, uh, but January comes back around. So here's what I want you to do. Take your phones back out uh, as you've been filling out that form with us. And on there, there's a find freedom section. And on that section, there's a list of groups. And I just want you to check the boxes that are like, hey, man, I, I need this in my life. And maybe it's financial freedom. Maybe it is genuine freedom. Maybe it's what it, like whatever the case, whatever it is may, that it might be for you. We want you to check that box. Um, and the reason for that uh, is we want you to get connected to the relationship so you can start taking some steps towards freedom. Because hear me, even if it's not the freedom group, I believe every person should go through that. I went through it. We're going through, everybody should go through that, all right, because we all got some junk in the past. But here's the deal. No matter what group you join, our hope is that you meet somebody that you can take off the mask with. You know, the mask, the, I call it the I'm fine mask. How are you doing today? I'm fine. You can take that off in front of somebody and say, hey, I'm really dealing with this addiction, this problem, this anger issue, this, these anxieties, this jealousy thing, this unforgiveness. Can you help me with this? And people start getting free. Even if it's not in a freedom group, you, those relationships that God has for you can still help you get free. And we want to get you connected to that. So check a box of a group that's like, man, I need this in my life. If there's a group you don't see that's like, oh, I really need this, there's a spot for you to put that. And if you're one of those people that's like, man, I want to lead a group. Like, I want to lead a freedom group. I want to lead uh, whatever group. Then you can actually, there's a spot for you to fill that in as well. All right? Uh, and and uh, there will still be the workout groups and the dinner groups because we're going to eat, y'all. You know what I'm saying? So all that's still going to happen. But we want you to get connected to some intentional groups that's going to help you take that next step. Because today's Vision Sunday. And it's about what does God have next for you, all right? So if you'll put your hands together for my two friends here. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Vedra. We appreciate you. And as they're, as they're going over there, we want to give you the last two things quickly as we get ready to wrap up today. Number three is discover purpose. 
Discover purpose. You see, God has a unique and distinct life for you. Just like John was talking about. You know, John didn't know that he was actually, God made him to be a creative person. And as long as you're trying to find that thing in your life that you can't find, but the minute you connect with it and go, man, this is what I was made for. Like, this is why I was put on this earth. And when you find that thing, that unique ability, that unique life, that unique purpose, when you find that thing that's inside of you, man, God can start to bring real life to you. Acts 20, 24 says, however, and this is Paul talking, and he's done a lot of amazing things in his life. He said, however, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me. In other words, although he was educated by the best educators of that time, although he was a legend in many places he went, he said, I consider all that nothing. The only thing that matters to me is that I do the thing God called me to do. And hear me, you can keep going after that career. That's not a bad thing. You can keep chasing that degree. I'm not telling you that's a bad thing. You can keep going for that income that you want. I'm not telling you it's a bad thing. You can go after the car. You can go after the house. You can go after all the stuff in life. And I'm not telling you you shouldn't have any of those things. I'm telling you if you get all of those things, but you never connect to the reason God made you, you'll still be miserable at the end of the day. Because God has something bigger for you than just what you can gain here. How about he gives you a purpose where you get to connect to creating an impact in people's lives. And that could look a number of different ways. These people that lead worship up here, they were born for this. Those people that greeted you at the door, they were born for, they look forward to Sunday. I got a girl on one of our teams. If you ask her what she does, like, what do you do for a living? She'll tell you she serves at Transformation Church greeting at a door because she's so passionate about that. Oh yeah, I work at this bank and do this thing, but that's what I was made for. And let me ask you something. What if you started living a life pursuing the thing you were made for? I'm telling you, that's where joy is. That's where peace is. That's where hope is. Because that's where you're fulfilling a great purpose that God has put inside of you. And so uh, on your card that you're filling out on your phone, there's three boxes. And Next Steps does three things for you. One, it helps you join the church. So if you're here and you're like, I want to join TC, I'm all for this. Come to Next Steps, that's where you can join the church. But it's also where you get to discover your unique gifts and talents and where you can find a place to live out that purpose. All that happens at Next Steps. After this service, you can go straight down the hall. We'll give you lunch and we'll also get you connected. So if that's a next step for you, check the box. But you can come today and let's get you moving towards the thing that God built you for. Which brings us to uh, uh, Proverbs 11.25 says, The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. And here's what I want you to understand. One day we're going to stand before God. We're going to stand before Jesus. And here's what he's going to ask us. And I put it in your notes, but God's not going to hold you accountable for what you did. He's going to hold you accountable for what he asked you to do. And for many of us, we're going to stand before God and say, God, I had this career. I had this thing. I had all this. God's going to say, that's great. I'm glad you did all that. But what about this thing that I made you for that you never did anything with? What are you going to do about that, right? And so lastly, I want to take you to make a difference. Make a difference. Number four, John 15, eight and 11 says, this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. I've told you this, that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. And hear me, making a difference in people's lives, it's not just a command from Jesus, It's a recipe for lasting joy. Say joy. One more time. Say joy. We just came out of a Choose Joy series. And what every person told me in that series is, man, I could really use more joy in my life. 
I'm a joyful person. You get around me, we fit in a laugh. Again, I tell people this all the time. It might be at somebody else's expense, but we're going to laugh. Having joy in our life is, <clears throat> is part of the, the life that God wants for you. And, and one of the best ways you can do that is living a life beyond yourself. You see, everything in this world tells you to live life for you, but everything in, in God's word tells us to live life for someone else. So my invitation to you is this, where could you use the life God gave you to make an impact in somebody else's life? Matthew 25, 35, this is what all of us are gonna hear one day whose faith is in Jesus. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things and I will make you ruler over many. Enter into the joy of our Lord. And so here's what I have, the question I have for you. It's where is it that God has just put something inside of you where you're like, man, if I were doing this, I would feel alive. And a matter of fact, on your phone, you scroll down, I even gave you a list of like, man, if I was doing this, that's where that's, that's the place, man, where God, like if I were doing this, I, I know I would feel alive. Yeah, I may go to this job, but if I were doing this, man, God would really be stirring something in me and I feel like I would be accomplishing something. For some of you, maybe it's loving kids and encouraging kids to love Jesus in a fun way. Like some of you were built for that. And you're over here like working at Subway, miserable the whole time. I'm not telling you to quit Subway. Okay, that's not what I'm telling you. Don't get it twisted, all right? I still need my Italian BMT. Okay, so like, don't, let's, not, let's not get it crazy here. Hear me, do that, but look forward to the Sunday every day where one service you get to make a difference in someone's life and another service you get to worship. The reason we have two services at TC is so that one of them, you make a difference somewhere on campus in somebody's life. You're reaching a kid and helping them love Jesus better. You're leading worship if, you, if that's a skill set that you have and a gift that you have and a passion that you have. Maybe you're greeting at a door. Maybe you're driving a golf cart and doing donuts in the parking lot. I don't know what you might be doing, but here's what I'm here to tell you. In doing that, you get to make a difference in people's lives. Maybe it's with John and the creative team, photography and video and doing all, like whatever it is, there's something in you, a passion that we wanna get you connected to the kingdom because here's the deal. When we make a difference in other people's lives, it always makes a difference in ours. And God wants you to get connected to that. So my invitation to you, find a box that works for you. Click that. If you haven't gone the next steps yet, join us. If you haven't been baptized yet, join us. If you haven't uh, signed up for a small group and gone to a small group yet, join us. There's a whole life that God has for you. We just want to help you along the way. And so what is your next step? Find it because God's got something for you. When you get done with the form, uh, you can send it. But before you do that, I wanna invite all of you to close your eyes for just a second, because I wanna pray with you today. And making a difference is important. Discovering your purpose is important. Finding freedom is important. But the most important thing is knowing God. And some of you are here today and God brought you here to this place for this moment right here. Where your life up until this point, you've tried to do it on your own. You've tried to figure things out on your own. And listen, we were all there. I've been there. But this is the moment where you say, you know what, God, I've tried doing this on my own and it's not going the way I thought it would. But I'm, I feel this thing in my heart telling me that I need to, if I would give you my life, you'll do everything I need in my life. And today Jesus is here for you. And here's the beauty about the gospel is though sin, my sin, your sin separates us from God. When Jesus died on the cross, he paid for that sin. And you don't have to become perfect. You have to come to the one that can 
that was perfect, that died for you and say, I'm putting my faith in you, Jesus. And when you do that, he gives you a fresh start. And today, if you want that fresh start, today, if you want that new beginning, today, if you're ready for Jesus to wipe the slate clean and give you a new beginning in him, I'm here to tell you, he's ready to meet you. And so here's my invitation to you with everyone's head bowed and your eyes closed today. If you're here today and you're right, Jesus, I'm ready for a fresh start. I'm ready to give you my life and I'm ready to live the life you have for me. With everyone, with no one looking around, with your head bowed and your eyes closed, if that's you, I wanna invite you to raise your hand on the count of three and say, Jesus, I'm ready to give you my life. One, two, three. Jesus, give me a fresh start, a new beginning. Awesome. Yes, hands are going up. Just keep your head down. Don't worry about looking around and no one's looking at you. Yes, awesome. Once you put your hand up, you can put it down. We're not gonna come to you. We're not gonna embarrass you. We're not gonna point you out. Is there more? Let's raise their hand. Awesome, yes, awesome, yes, awesome, yes. There's more. I'm gonna give it just a few more seconds. If you're here and you're ready, yes, awesome, yes, yes, awesome. You're ready to say, Jesus, I'm ready to give you my everything. I'm ready to get a fresh start in you. Come on. Here's what we're going to do. Yes, awesome. Thank you so much. God sees it. God sees it. God sees it. He's touching your heart right now. Here's what I want to invite you to do. I'm going to invite you to pray this prayer with me. And this prayer doesn't magically make you saved. Your faith in Jesus is what makes you saved. But today I want to invite you to pray this prayer with me as we put words to the actions of our heart that says, Jesus, I believe in you and I'm giving you my life. And so the whole church is going to pray with you so you're not praying by yourself. And so let's pray this together, church. Say, dear Jesus, I believe in you. Forgive me. Forgive you my sins. Forgive me my wrongs. I want a fresh start. So I believe in you. I believe you died for me. So I give you my life. Make me brand new. I'll give you my life as you give me a fresh start. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. TC, let's put our hands together for all those that prayed that. Come on, come on.